Well, you know it's July because my dog has been freaking out every single night as all of our neighbors light off fireworks. And how has your dog been holding up? Uh, my dog hates the fireworks, and you know they're relentless. Like last night, they're still shooting them off. So I have a feeling that we're gonna have a couple more days of it too. Oh man, it's been nuts. Yeah, I, I mean, I think all I don't think it's like everyone with a dog is dealing with this, but like she is losing her mind. Um, well, hey, for those of you joining us, welcome to Tampa Talk. Uh, it's July 7th. I'm John. And I'm Dahlia. Thanks for joining us. All right. What are we talking about? So a lot was going on in the news this week. And I think first and foremost, I want to um, point out this kind of um, public news or statement that the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department put out, because I know it's been affecting a lot of our uh, clients and neighbors that we serve in um, the Tampa Bay area. and yeah, we saw a drastic reduction in numbers when this kind of bill came out. And so Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, Chad, Chad Chronister, put out a video um, last at the end of last week, early this, to say that this new immigration law that went into effect July 1st, 2023, that essentially um, people had concerns were targeting people based, or was not, not concerns, was targeting people based on their immigration status, that that's not the sheriff's department's role and that they do not enforce federal um, immigration um, requirements. And so just to let the people of Hillsborough County know that they are shooting towards an inclusive Hillsborough County and that they will not be targeting people based on their immigration status. Yeah, it was, it was a somewhat comforting message that I, as I listened to it, kept wondering what is not being said, you know, I mean, just on the side of those that are nervous, kind of like, Hmm, but it was intended to do exactly that. And it is good that they're saying, look, this is not something we're enforcing. Don't worry about it. And I pray that that is the case. And uh, I guess time will tell as we pay attention here locally and watch what's happening. But um, was really glad to see that he took the initiative to proactively put out a statement like that. Yeah, same here. And then another policing news. Um, this story, I, I hate reporting on stuff like this, but it was all over the news. Um, July 4th, Tampa police responded to uh, shots fired over at the Courtney Campbell Causeway, mm. and a seven-year-old was killed in the crossfires of a dispute over jet skis. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, really sad story. The police are actively looking for information on the on the case. Um, they do not have the um, suspects apprehended. But essentially, fights broke out over jet skis. And um, I guess the suspect party was jet skiing very close to the um, river, or river, the the shore. And then uh, people started complaining about that. A bystander, so not anybody involved in the conflict at all, um, uh, is a, you know, older man. And he heard the the gunshots and ran into his vehicle with his seven-year-old grandson. And I guess shots were fired through the vehicle, um, injuring the, the grandfather and killing the young boy. Oh my gosh. And so the big takeaway in this terrible story is really um, one, the policing uh, department's call to like be responsible with your weapons and that fights over jet skis should not be escalating to gun um, to guns, gunfire. And they're more importantly just asking information to bring peace for this family and to apprehend these suspects. And yeah, um, so there, if anyone was around or knew of anything or um, to come forward with that information. 
Well, another crazy Tampa police, Tampa activity and police involvement, whatever. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but there was uh, some dudes coming down I-4 that got pulled over. Now, I was it wasn't clear to me from the article if they got pulled over because a canine was barking, which blew my mind if that's possible. Like, can a dog smell from car to car? Or did they get pulled over and then the canines walked around their car? But the dogs indicated that these two drivers had some drugs. And so the one, I guess the driver pulled a bag of weed out of his pocket and said, oh, you know, I do. I have some drugs like here. I've got some weed. And the police said, all right, well, um, that might be right. That might be why they, you know, sniffed you out or whatever. Why don't you get out? We're going to search the vehicle. And then they found two giant duffel bags in the back of the car with 78 pounds of cocaine. Um, many, many, many bundles of cocaine. It's actually a cool, like if you go to the news image from the newsletter, like it's a cool image of this like canine standing like heroic over these red bales of cocaine um, on the hood of the car or whatever is a pretty good shot. But anyway, um, it's a, a large amount of cocaine that didn't make its way to these uh, parties where we're jet skiing. <laughs> yeah. For um, not that uh, that it, is, it is a I mean, it's, it's like, this is exactly like they're related, you know, it's like people are crazy out here. Yeah. It is a really good photo. The dog looks happy. Like there's like a dog that is Isn't that a uh, proud photo. I'm like, that's going yeah. on a wall somewhere. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and then the last piece of policing information. So this is more of a reminder. I think this story is more of a reminder to people less than, you know, to highlight this um, act itself, but a man was arrested um, for shining a, a laser at a policing helicopter like repeatedly and so uh he was arrested and the statement really was like hey by the way it's a third degree felony for any person who knowingly and willfully shines points or focuses a, a beam blazer on an individual operating motor vehicle vessel or aircraft so this is nothing to do with them in the police force you can't be shining lights at, well you can't be blinding uh moving vehicles with laser lights and Don't so i think that was at the vehicles bigger. especially yeah especially police like like it's crazy because i actually saw that and there there's like footage of the beam not pointed it's just like you see it glowing and then you see it directly at it and the camera is blinded for a second and then can just zoom in on the window like it wasn't hard to go we're going to that window um yeah and, you know so they were able to go right in and arrest the dude who's now facing like serious charges it's uh it's not yep. it's nothing to play with but i think you're right putting it in here is good because i didn't know that I mean, I'm not running around doing laser pointers at people, but like I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I don't have laser pointers, but if I did, I might. <laughs> you know I mean? Right. So, so this is an important thing. What's that saying? Like ignorance of the law does not excuse you from the law. Yeah. Um, so yeah. there's yeah, another piece good. of information. Um, and then it's some more positive news. So uh, the Zydeco Brew Works, which is the brewery opened in Ebor, is opening up a second location in Mosey. So the Science Center off of Fowler. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. cool. I love to see restaurants coming into the kind of the North Tampa uptown area. And um, yeah, especially in Mosey. Like I'm wondering what space they're going to take over. And it's going to be later this summer. So it's a yeah. fairly quick move over into Mosey. Yeah, they've been working on that area. Kind um, of and then some... Oh, sorry. They've been working on that area. No, that's okay. Back, back behind that like imax ball and like back behind that a little bit on that side they've been like redoing that property back there and some like there's some shipping container type buildings and some little like uh courtyard stuff and they're they're really putting a lot of work into that area to build up mosey 
Um, and I, I had talked with, uh, I didn't know that it was Zydeco, but I knew they were having kind of a brewery come in here soon. So yeah, it is really exciting to see that coming and, uh, looks like it won't be long now, but yeah, they've been working over there quite a bit. Yeah, no, it's great to see. And then another, um, Tampa favorite that's moving locations is the Florida Museum of Photographic Arts. And so they are moving into the Crest building alongside some of the other artists that, have been um, starting opening up shop in that building as well. And then another piece of news about a Florida city famous for its waters that are, are worried that we might run out of it. So Zephyr Hills, which I knew about Zephyr Hills before I knew where it was, um, but Zephyr Hills is known as the city of pure water. And so this is kind of complicated because I think people get confused. So Zephyr Hills, the bottle company, the water bottle company, bottles from two different sources. Um, one of them being the like one that we see labeled as Zephyr Hills. And then one being Pure Life, which is also bottled from Zephyr Hills, but not the spring. It's bottled from the city water at Zephyr Hills. And it's the brand that you see at like Walmart and stuff. It's like the, the discount version of their water. Um, and so, like I said, they're pulling up from the spring and they're pulling up from the city water. And so the issue is, is that Zephyr Hills, with all the uh, people moving to Florida in the past mm. couple of years, um, we've seen this in a lot of our rural communities, right? Zephyr Hills, Waimama, um, Pasco they're uh, worried about kind of how the infrastructure hasn't really caught up to the number of people that they're trying to serve. And so the, the city of Zephyr Hills has put a moratorium on new construction because the city's water usage is just dangerously close to hitting their maximum allowance. And these allowances are set to last like 15, 20 years. And so essentially they're hitting their allowance 15 years before they're supposed to, supposed to be, oh, wow. um, which means, yeah, which is a lot of time. And I know in my mama, you know, they've had to do an emergency uh, well installation to, to be able to support um, why mama residents as well due to lack of water. And so, you know, it might seem cra crazy. Oh, we're running out of water. And especially when you compound and it's not so much that we're running out of water, but we're running out of what we built to infrastructure wise to support water consumption. And then more importantly, um, the water supply is of florida is actually one of the largest of the in the entire united states um and that's because it taps into all of these springs that florida has that a lot of people don't know about um that are connected to our aquifer system and so it's not that we don't necessarily have the water it's that we don't have the infrastructure to support <clears throat> pumping the water and then also there's the environmental concern that uh you know the ultimately we won't have the water and that if we were pumping it prematurely then eventually we need to figure out figure out ways to reclaim water and kind of get that water back into our system and reuse it and that's where you've seen tampa do things like try to push build on reclaimed water usage and things like that um but yeah ultimately the uh department of environmental protection um said that the florida's current fresh water supply is projected to be unable to meet all of the growing needs of floridians in the future and that's a really um intimidating statement yeah. as Floridians who we all need water. Um, and so Zephyr Hills uh, City Council kind of just made a call out to um, how do we support Florida during this time? And so how do you get things like the moratorium? Like it's not always great when we have development, 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 because if we're not building the roads first and the infrastructure first, we can't support that number of residents. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's something to keep an eye on and then something to be conscious of in your own usage, right? Like uh, you know, use water responsibly. 
And then finally, the last piece of news I have to share with everyone today has to actually goes along with this um, concept of water. I, this is a little bit of an older story, but it was referenced in this article about water usage and development. And I had kind of heard about these things happening, but I hadn't known to what extent. But I guess um, a company called um, Lagoon Life has started building multiple lagoons in the state of Florida. And so the first one opened in Wesley Chapel in 2018. And this is a like man-made beach, essentially, but in the middle of the state. And so that's why they're calling them lagoons. And they're built around communities and there's to encourage inland, like movement into inland residences. Um, so the one that was in Chapel opened in 2018. One just opened in Pasco and it's 15 acres of man-made water. Um, wow. And you can kayak it, swim in it. It's all, it took like 45 days to fill the pool. So like this 15 acre lagoon that they built took 45 days just to fill with water. Um, this thing's massive. Interesting. And it was only open to residents of this community um, until uh, like last weekend. So it just opened up. So it opened up in May to residents and now it's opening up to the wider public as of this month. And like it has everything like sandy shores, swim bar, water slide, kids play area, kayaking, paddle boarding, cabana rentals, floating obstacle course. Like we're talking 15 acres of pool. And they're opening up more. So they have ones coming in construction in Landa Lakes. Um, there's some down in Fort Myers and just very interesting. You can see them from the sky, actually. I realized now flying in uh, just last week, I saw this from the sky and it's like, you know, bright blue water right off. Mm. Like you notice it right off rip. So if you're taking a flight somewhere, take a look out your window and see if you spot one of these three lacoons coming into Tampa Bay area. Man. It's crazy. Uh, so we got some stuff coming up this weekend, huh? Yes. So we have the Dunedin Brewery's uh, 27th anniversary, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday over in Dunedin. And this is actually Florida's first microbrewery that's now been open 27 years. And they have three days of, of music. So it's something to check out there. And then some more music happening here in downtown Tampa is uh, downtown Tampa's summer series over at Curtis Hickston Park. And so this Whoa. will be every Saturday from 8.30 to 10 p.m. And then 2.30 on Sundays. And um, they have different people coming up. And so a lot of local music um, and someone to shout out, Adam Randall and Nick Ewing. They performed at our A13 Fest not too long ago. They will be out there on July 30th um, performing themselves. And then Wellfed will be out there. So June 29th, Wellfed community will be out there with Tampa General Hospital kind of uh, showcasing our new July? partnership to support July what am I saying? June yeah July <laughs> okay July 29th yeah yep. July 29th uh Wellfed community will be out there with Tampa General Hospital so promoting um our new programs in line with their Tampa Well initiative which is you know community gardening uh health and wellness kind of different ways to engage with the community so we're looking forward to joining them out there as well and that's July 29th from 12 to 2. We'll be there. It's awesome. And they've got, you guys got to check out the lineup. There's some really cool uh, shows kind of throughout the, throughout the month. Yeah. They have a lot of good artists and then there's going to be other vendors, right? Like uh, food, crafts, all kinds of stuff going on uh, during those uh, Saturdays in July. In July. One of, in July. <laughs> and then just some uh, old events that we kind of have been sharing. Tampa's 136th birthday on July. July 15th over at Waterworks Park. 
from 11 to 3. And, and then Greece will be at the end of this month uh, being hosted by the new Tampa players from July 21st to July 30th over at the new Tampa Performing Arts Center. You can get your tickets online there. That's awesome. And those of you that are still with us want to ask you to just please comment, rate, share um, Tampa Talk, as well as Word on the Streets. You can subscribe, wordonthestreets.xyz. Um, we'll be out at Harvest Hope this morning from 1030 to 12 and the Ebor Garden from 9 to 11. All right. Well, that's what we're talking about, everyone. And thank you for joining us. Until next time. Y'all be good.